listening to Making a Difference About Domestic Violence and Abuse with host Shereen Rice on the CWR Talk Network. Good evening. This is Shereen Rice with Making a Difference About Domestic Violence. My goal for this show is to educate and help in the healing journey for those that are suffering from domestic abuse. I am pre-recording, so you will not be able to call in. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at shereencwr at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me spell that out for you. S-H-A-R-E-E-N-E-C-W-R at gmail.com. I would like to remind everyone that our show is every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central Time through October, and then I'll be going to twice a month until I finish my dissertation, which I'm working very industriously on, and I'm hoping will be within the next six months, as I've always hoped, right? Okay, my show can also be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio if you subscribe to those services. If you want a direct link to those services, you may go to the CWR homepage on the website cwrtalknetwork.com and click on the logo for that service. If at any time you experience a trigger by the this topic, please call the national hotline 1-800-799-SAFE, 1-800-799-7233. And we'll be right back from a public service announcement, and I can't wait to share with you what our uh, what my show is on tonight so one moment unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by feedthepig.org well i finally did it i improved my credit score you're kidding right uh no how are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible the band is about to be discovered this is our year uh, yeah you've been saying that for a while now you think anyone in the rock and roll hall of fame was worried about their credit score i never really thought that of we were... course they weren't rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff we're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed write aggressively sensitive power ballads start questionable fashion trends tragically break up and blame creative differences all right all right just I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Making a Difference About Domestic Violence and Abuse with your host, Shereen Rice, on the CWR Talk Network. Welcome. This is Shereen from Making a Difference About Domestic Violence. I want to talk a little bit about my uh, my uh, domestic violence conference is coming up starting tomorrow and Saturday. And my first speaker, uh, it is, it's Zoomed and it's pre-recorded, is Kit Gruel. If anyone knows who that is, she's the one who helped make uh, the movie Private Violence, which is uh, showing on Prime, uh, Amazon Prime right now. Uh, she'll be discussing the needed relationship between domestic violence survivors and law enforcement and judicial officials. She does a really good job, uh, freaking amazing. She's just a, a doll, and she really gets into the nitty-gritty. If you've seen that movie, Private Violence, then you know exactly what she's going to say because it's totally all there, and it's what she always does. 
Kit is a survivor of domestic violence who has worked as an advocate for battered women and their children for almost 30 years. Uh, That's a really long time. As a renowned community educator, she has trained scores of advocates, criminal justice professionals, law enforcement prosecutors, magistrates, and judges, healthcare providers, clergy, legislators, educators, and other allied professionals, and has guest lectured at colleges, universities, medical and law schools, uh, uh, schools of social work and public health and departments of sociology, women's studies, and psychology on violence against women and children. In 1996, while she was working at a family violence and rape crisis center in Pittsburgh, North Carolina, she created and managed the Bridges Program, one of the first coordinated community response programs in northern uh, North Carolina. In 2012, she graduated from Appalachian State University in Boone, North Carolina, with a BS in sociology concentration in gender-based violence. For the last 18 years, she has been a subject matter expert and trainer for California Post Peace Officers Standards and Training helping developing training films and curricula for the first responders, public safety, dispatchers, and hostage crisis negotiators. She talks a lot about um, her training in the hostage, training hostage uh, negotiators uh, in the uh, Zoom. So it's, it's pretty interesting. She has served as an expert witness for battered women in both state and federal courts. She is a subject of Private Violence, an intimate and compelling documentary on domestic violence that premiered at the 2014 Sundance Film Festival and premiered on HBO on October 20th, 2014. And if you've seen Private Violence, um, be careful if you have children. It does use some profanity, uh, but the profanity is natural pretty much in it. I would say the F word is about four times throughout the um, little over an hour, almost an hour and a half. Uh, but the content may be a little bit disturbing for anyone under the age of 15. Okay. And if anyone's endured any abuse, uh, it may be triggering. Uh, the next speakers will be myself and my president, uh, Carolyn. And we're going to talk on how law enforcement and judicial officials can prevent adding to the already traumatized DVA victims. Um, and so Carolyn actually uh, had me change that to um, prevent uh, re-traumatizing victims. And so that's what we're going to be discussing. We're going to be discussing or uh, talking specifically straight to law enforcement, straight to DAs, and straight to judges on what uh, things they can do to not re-trigger um, or not re-victimize abuse victims. And my third um, speaker tomorrow will be... Ashley Fisher, and she's a LMFT, and she actually usually speaks first at all of my conferences. So she's actually going third. That was her choice, and um, she is going to be talking on how you have a right to remain resilient, taking responsibility for your own healing. It's super important that you take the biggest part in your healing because of the fact that sometimes Victims are so frozen, so demoralized that they don't even know how to proceed. So they do need some encouragement through advocates and people who do understand what they're going through. And but they only their healing is their healing. 
And there's a lot of different methods. I'm not sure exactly what she's going to be discussing with that. Um, but I always discuss art therapy, EMDR, DBT, CBT, um, animal therapy. Excellent, excellent, excellent animal therapy. Um, and, and and many others, actually. After lunch, uh, my good friend uh, Robert Latham, uh, who is attorney here in town, uh, he will be discussing how the Washington County, that's the county that we live in, commission protects bad apples and undermines your safety and family integrity. Uh, <laughs> he's a really good friend, actually, and he's uh, really going to lay it on the line, so that's good. We need people like that. Rob is an attorney uh, recognized for his advocacy by the Utah Parental Defense Alliance, most recently as its 2019 um, Appellate Attorney of the Year. So he's absolutely amazing. Uh, Oscar Fakahua, if anyone knows him, he will be speaking uh, the second um, the second one after lunch, so the fifth speaker of the day. And he'll be talking on how do men play a part in the work of domestic violence. Uh, I know Oscar very well and have probably, I've known him for probably about 20 years. Um, Amazing guy. Uh, He is uh, born and raised in the Bay Area of California by parents who immigrated from the South Pacific Islands of Tonga in the late 1950s. For the past 35 years, he has worked Um, In the human service industry, he began his career in youth corrections as a counselor and has continued as a trainer and facilitator in residential treatment centers. That's where I met him about 20 years ago was in a residential treatment center. He has spent years training staff members in various facilities who work one-on-one with individuals, special needs, or have been placed outside of their homes. He continues to mentor and address various cultural and religious groups, high school and college athletic teams conducts professional training for multiple businesses and shares messages of promise and potential for people around the country as an inspirational and motivational speaker. He is currently life coach for those who experience day-to-day struggles. The best part of what he does is watching people heal by embracing their fears and vulnerability and figure out how to overcome adversity. And his mantra is, my heart is my compass. He's uh, Oscar Fakahua, amazing speaker. I watched him uh, at the drop of a hat uh, just start uh, giving a lecture when he was asked, can you start now? And, and he does. He's amazing. He can uh, speak on his, on his information uh, really intelligently. Okay, my next speaker and last speaker of Friday is Adama Quinn. And Adama Quinn is the owner of Second Chances in Southern Utah. He will discuss the growing principles of healing from abuse with a strong understanding of healing of the healing process his philosophical uh his philosophy of the growing principles has been put to the test and has been found very successful in his christian-based treatment facility for girls he has a strong background in psychology and the understanding of the therapeutic world he will be sharing his growing principles that have changed so many young women's lives and i can attest to it i have um I have reviewed and reviewed and reviewed his um, growing principles. Uh, they're absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So if you're anywhere in the area tomorrow, that's a good one to hit. Uh, Saturday morning, we have Susie Fletch M. And I'm going to say M because it's a really long name and I don't want to mess it up. So I'm going to say Susie Fletch, 
Felch. Fletch. Felch. Get that wrong. Sorry. She's the CEO of Pictar and the founder. And she will be speaking on post-traumatic growth. Susie Felch M is the executive director of Pictar, Pacific Island Knowledge to Action Resources, a strength-based ecosystem as one impacts another. Pictar focuses on anti-violence, economic impact, preserving and perpetuating all Pacific Island cultures with dignity, help, and self-empowerment. We create alliances and bridge communities, education, resources, support, opportunities, and connections to improve the whole health of communities, one person at a time from the inside out. Ms. Susie is a transracial adoptee that was born in the kingdom of Tonga and moved to New Zealand when she was five years old, graduated high school from Vernal, Utah, and introduced to her economic uh, ethnic community when attending college playing volleyball in Northern California. She is an ex-felon and survivor of domestic and sexual abuse. She is an avid learner and active in the community, serves on the Salt Lake County Mayor's Human Rights Committee, Governor's Ascent Community, Engagement Committee to Reduce uh, Recidivism, Utah County Zoo Arts and Parks Ambassador, and serves as a mentor and thought leader. She has received many awards and accolades for her work. Last month, she received the 2018 I guess this was last, uh, a couple of years ago because it was 2018, right? Um, she received the 2018 FBI Director's Community Leadership Award for the state of Utah in D.C., was recognized as an AAPI Progressive Champion to receive the Alignable.com Salt Lake City's 2018 Small Business Person of the Year. In March of 2019, Susie moved back to Salt Lake City, Utah, when she Married her husband nine years ago and has a four-legged German ship, uh, short hair pointer son named Preacher. She spends several months a year living in her home country of Tonga where she swims with humpback whales and operates a yacht travel business. Uh, one thing I could tell you about Susie, she's probably one of the um, most amazing women I've ever met. Um, Kit is on that list as well. She has so much love and compassion for absolutely everybody of all ethnicities, actually. And when I have any questions or any needs or whatever, I can call her directly. She has a, an empowerment group for women. Uh, she has a um, what's called Kava Talks. It's for men, uh, abusers or abused, uh, to be able to talk out what they do and how they do it and how to make that change. She's amazing. Um, you know, I don't have that much confidence in abusers because the the change rate is very poor. And uh, but with her uh, program, it's actually very good. And I was surprised to hear how how good they they do it. But you know, when you have a bunch of have you ever seen those huge Tongans, huge Samoans, huge Polynesians? You know, they're huge and. And no one's going to go up against that. They're going to, they're like, you know, don't do it again. And then, you know, someone's not going to do it again. <laughs> it's why they work at treatment facilities. It's that easy. <laughs> but anyway, so they use threats with uh, to avoid um, abuse. 
<laughs> anyway, my next speaker will be uh, Susan Mingle. She'll be talking about how to be your own best legal advocate. She's amazing. She she uh, works with several different abuse groups. She's uh, currently working on a bachelor's in psychology. She's a victim of abuse, severe abuse, and she may or may not talk about that. I think she's going to talk mostly on how to be your own best legal advocate because I think that's an imperative for some of our people that will be attending. Uh, Sincera and Nisi uh, will be talking about the tools and resources to move forward and the effects of COVID on domestic violence. They are part of Susie's Pictar group and they have chosen to want to talk about what they do and how they do it. They're um, not social workers, but, you know, right there for the Pictar group and they help women, uh, find places to live, uh, get jobs, uh, become empowered, both externally and internally. And if you ever heard me talk about the ex- external internal empowerment, uh, they do the, they do both. Uh, well, they do the external and Susie does the internal. It's great. It's a all in one with Pictar. Okay. Saturday afternoon. Uh, my speaker will be Rob Latham, again, the attorney here in St. George, Utah. Rob will be discussing the topic, uh, should funds be shifted from police to social workers? Uh, that's kind of something that's really popular right now. Do we want um, more police, less police, more social workers, less social workers, um, more psychologists? What, what do we need? to get a more healthy environment because we have a very unhealthy environment. As we know, Portland, excellent example of unhealthy environment. Um, Anything that's uh, over the top with anything is pretty much unhealthy. So that would include me since my whole life is dedicated to domestic violence, I guess. So (laughs) one thought right there. Okay. So also my uh, two o'clock speaker will be Diana Zhu. She has recently joined our team for save.org and she's absolutely amazing every year she does my art therapy for um those that get triggered during different talks and uh classes and so forth and so this year she'll be actually speaking on art therapy and how it helps in the healing process she's the daughter of glenn blakely uh he's a well-renowned um art director here at a university here in saint george and um, she is raised with art as a way of life. She has a lot of experience with art her entire life, coupled with her major in college. Uh, being uh, psychology and therapy makes for a perfect combination of art therapy. She does a great job. She has PowerPoints. Um, she, last year, I had a lot of people getting triggered, and they went in there, and she she made it all better for them. And art therapy is very soothing, just like animal therapy social support. Very, very, very therapeutic. Okay. My last speaker for Friday, I'm sorry, my last speaker for Saturday will be, will be Melanie Infinger at three o'clock. Melanie actually comes from Texas and she'll be sharing with us uh, Caitlin's law. One thing about Melanie's, uh, she did pre-record a Zoom. And one thing about that Zoom is it's, it could be very triggering. It's about, uh, she was on my show last week. And so if you listen to it, you know a lot about what that, what she talks about. It's very, very heartbreaking. She added a few things that she didn't say on my, um, on my radio show last week. So I, I was taken aback a little bit 
Uh, but she's absolutely amazing. Um, Caitlin's Law is in Texas. So if you want to learn more about that, actually, you can listen to my last week's uh, show. But uh, also, I'm going to try to get all of these on my YouTube channel, which let's hope I figure out how to do that. But I do have some friends who are going to jump in and help me. So that's going to be helpful. Uh, Melanie will talk about the murder of her daughter, Caitlin, and how it was possible for Caitlin's husband to be released from jail. With charges against him piling up, Melanie and her daughter didn't believe he would be bailed out. He was not only bailed out, there was no bail set. Uh, he was given, he was freed on a personal recognizance bond, zero paid out. And he asked his uh, wife to come over with their daughter. And she didn't, uh, she didn't. She left her daughter actually with her um, stepmother and she went and she was pregnant and he stabbed her 20 times in the stomach and slit her throat just to make sure that no one else raised her child, his child. Um, thank goodness she saved the life of her, her little, her little year, one-year-old. So that was great. Um, Caitlin's law would ensure that violent offenders like Caitlin's husband won't slip through the cracks and be released from jail with no accountability. And that's what happened with him is he had no accountability, no fine, no, no anything. It was a magistrate, not a judge that let him go. And maybe we need to reevaluate the importance or the lack thereof of um, magistrates. I'm not sure. Anyway, so I want to just go over this with my, with you on what my conference was entailing. And I'm so very excited about Kit Gurel's uh, comments at the beginning. She's absolutely amazing. She works uh, very hard for on behalf of, of all victims and has for 30 years. And what an amazing woman she is. And so I'm, I'm really excited to start my, I uh, kick my uh, conference off with her talk. And then I will be having Ashley right after mine and Carolyn's, of course. We're going to share an hour. I had so many people, I can't tell you, so many people asking to um, speak. Um, I had to let some people know I don't need them <laughs> because I only had... Um, six slots on two days and so just absolutely phenomenal and I was pretty excited uh, that so many people were interested in speaking it was wonderful and uh, with that I would like to just let you know I need you to be take care of yourself and be safe remember I love you and there's always someone out there that who cares okay contact me if you can't find them have a good night